3: You can drop a knowledge from fatherhood to politics, shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shy towns on speaking to the grown and sexy. Hey. We gon' laugh, hey. cut up and
2: kick it. And at the end, we leave it with just a lift your spirit. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it. Hey, can't hey, no bitch, do what you do.
3: Hey.
4: Laugh and learn, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Flame Monroe, and along with my beautiful co-host Lauren Hogan, we are here this week. And we know we are on, on Riverside. We are on on audio because guess what? We need you guys to download and listen to us on audio on iHeart under the Black Effect Network or, or Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast at because that's how they make their money and that's how we get a check, ain't that right, Lauren?
3: That's very true. Very true. And
4: and I've been working with Lauren for three years, and guess what? We do like. We have in common. We both my like.
3: That. <laughs> we Hi, Lauren. How that.
4: are you, darling?
3: Um, I'm doing okay. How are you?
4: Mm. I'm drinking coffee, and I'm good. I'm back home from Chicago. From Labor Day weekend, I went to the Continental Pageantry Systems, a pageant that I love, but I ain't got to go back. And I also did my white party and my brunch. And uh, I made my money back, so I'm happy, but um, it was great. The shows were both great. I'm glad to be home, but I came home to hell, not in my house, in the outside. California is on fire. It's so damn hot here. Good God.
3: It feels like Satan's inferno outside, and um, I'm not happy about it at all. I think it's very disrespectful.
4: They see global warming ain't real. Tell that to this heat. This heat is disrespectful.
3: It really is. It's been like 105 degrees down there every day.
4: Mm. And girl, I've been over here burning up. Oh, you know, let me tell you something about being a half man and half woman. You know, I know they say the men get sweaty between the balls, but let me tell you, have you have you messed <laughs> with the women get sweaty up under the titties? And I got both problems,
3: you both got problems. That. I'm titty sweat at the top. definitely real. So, oh my
4: god, that titty sweat is something though. Ooh, you take every real ticket to just wipe your face with it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I usually wipe it in my hair. Let me be very transparent.
3: <laughs> oh, that's the moisturizer. The secret's out. That's your hair moisturizer.
4: That is my hair moisturizer. Oh
3: Lord! Now, now we know.
4: Boy, now the ball sweat. I just wipe on my pants. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lauren. I love, let me see the new babies. Lauren has new babies, y'all. Zeus. Oh, this and is Luke. one of
3: them. Yeah, the other one walked away. This is. What's Zeus. the other one's name? This is Zeus, and the other one is Demi. The boy is oh. Zeus. The girl's Demi. Say hi.
4: Oh, she got two black rug racks. Hey, little doggies.
3: we are not rug rats. They are. I get
4: asked to meet them in about two weeks, about a week.
3: Yeah, you know? they get their next round of shots tomorrow. I'm pretty sure that they're multi-poos, but child, they are just the biggest babies ever. So.
4: I'm glad you got you some new babies. How you feeling? You good?
3: Chow, I've been battling the bubonic plague for the past nine days.
4: The bubonic plague? What's
3: that? Yes, COVID. I e COVID. You know, the bubonic plague was from years ago in Europe. I call COVID the bubonic plague. Said, um, it got me again. I've had COVID for the second time, and it was just as bad as the first time that I had it. And I'm well. Let
4: me just say this publicly: you did not catch it from me.
3: <laughs> no, I know that. I didn't catch it from you. I, that's the crazy thing is I ain't been nowhere to have caught COVID. The first time Where? I caught COVID was because I went to a strip club for my friend's birthday. So that was my fault.
4: What was you <laughs> touching? What was you touching on with them dollars?
3: That's, not, that's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't even know how I got it this time. That's the crazy part. And I'm so upset about it because it was, it was bad. Like I was dying for the first three days. It was really bad. So.
4: But you bounced back because you are boosted, oof. vaccinated and all that.
3: Shit. I'm like, what did I go through all this damn trauma in my arm? If I'm still catching it. Cause you know, there's another booster that just came out for um, the Omicron variant. And I'm like, okay, that'd be like shot number four or five. So it's just, oof. It, it
4: oof. was a rough one, but I'm, I'm on so the side so of it. So the lady who did, I mean, the guy who had the conspiracy theory online said t- it's 10 shots. He said after the 10 shot, your body just evaporates. That was a conspiracy theory. But these the evaporate, like
3: water? <laughs> the I'm shot evaporate like water. These shot
4: evaporate like water. you just going to dissipate. Scary. It's just going I just want to make sure y'all make it to 10 because I don't want y'all to get the 9 and they run out.
3: I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do. You know, my dad works um, on the fire department. So he's like, I'm going to do some more investigation to figure out what other shots we need to take. But it's just a lot, you know, to have to go through all of that. and still. I I don't want
4: y'all to turn into vampires and I start looking like a steak. i would be running down the street for my life.
3: (laughs) She makes y'all get superpowers.
4: (laughs) I, I wish I had a super. I got a superpower right now. It's pissing people off. (laughs) <laughs> uh, ooh, speaking of pissing people let me tell you something lauren it is so crazy because i got a text message today that's good to politics from Herschel walker's camp and it was saying that uh i should donate to his campaign he's a good father and a and a uh what else they say he was a statesman a, a heisman trophy winner, woo 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 and uh I said no, I won't donate to his to that campaign, but I will donate to his boxing campaign. Don't he beat his wife? Ooh. Ooh. Boy, when you found me, I stop my page. Shit.
3: True, I want to know um <laughs> they probably just took you off the list.
4: <laughs> right, how you going to pick me? I'm not even a damn Republican. Are they trying to flip me? I'm not no, they don't
3: care they do not care. Uh, Rick Caruso's campaign here texts me all the time, and I literally text them back and say, I'm voting for Karen Bass. Stop texting me. so it's uh the politicians have no shame and don't care so but Herschel Walker, I'm sorry he's um he's just he's not the brightest crown in the box is what I'm gonna say.
4: Girl, he can't even spell.
3: I said he's not the brightest crown in the box, not the sharpest knife. Um, in the block. I want to do he got more. I want do he
4: got more baby mamas than Nick Cannon because at least
3: Nick Cannon claimed his baby mamas.
4: Ooh,
3: I don't know. You know, Nick Cannon just bought one of his baby mamas a house. I said that's bold because you know the other ones might come back and be like, "I want a house too." That's a lot. He got of- it. You gonna have to buy. Oof. he got it, mm. but he mm. takes care of them though. I will give him that. But child, just reply uh, next time Herschel Walker's people text you. Yeah, just say uh. Whatever the reply is, I think you can reply no and they'll take you off the list. But should, with that response, they might have already done that.
4: I'm thinking about getting my tubes untied so me and Nick, can, he can buy me a house.
3: What <laughs> tube you got tied?
4: <laughs> Girl, let me live my fantasy. <laughs> Look at my head. Let me live my fantasy. <laughs> to say,
3: Sugar,
4: what operation did you have that I didn't know about? Okay, so I, this is a subject that I don't want to talk about, but we, we are part of the media, so we have to. Okay. Uh, Our executive producer, Tiffany Haddish, is caught up in a tizzy of a whirlwind of buffoonery. And um, my take is I'm standing with my friend because she was my friend long before they ready. I know the woman she is. I know the person she is. And I know the thing that she is not is what they are trying to perpetrate her to be. Um, When you're trying to become a star, and this was 10 years ago, Tiffany wasn't a star. When you're trying to become a star you almost willing to sell your soul to the devil just to get that one nod to let you in so you can prove yourself. I think that, that was a, 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 a she was hired as an actress to be playing a part, and it just came out to be left. I don't even think that they are going after Tiffany, per se. I think they're mostly going after Aerie Spears, and she just happens to be collateral damage. But in in hindsight 2020, when I think about this, I feel like I have, I'm compelled to have to say something on behalf of tiffany because i spoke for dave who i had never even met i spoke for macy gray who i had never even met but i know tiff and i know the person she is my children adore her as their aunt when she comes here she puts her feet up take her shoes off and she just tiff i hate this situation is going on and i just want everybody to uh wait and let the story play out please stop being in the court of public opinion and i'm telling you when the smoke clears and the dust settles Tiffany Tiffany is going to outshine this. I'm not saying that she's right or wrong, but what I'm saying is that I stand with my friend. I stand with my friend. I stand with my executive producer of Laugh and Learn, and I stand with the woman that I know who she is. That is not who she is. She was just caught in a bad situation, and we all have been done that. So what the scriptures say, let him without sin cast the first stone. Trust me when I tell you, Rox is hitting the shit out of me because you know I did up some foul shit in my past shit yesterday
3: I think that it is important to stand up for people who have been there for you and I know that you and Tiffany do have a really amazing relationship so I'm sorry that she's going through this at this point in time um but I just
4: and you you personally know my loyalty because I hadn't even known you that long and I need I wanted to do a job that they didn't they necessarily wanted to include you in and I I stood up and said oh I'm not doing it if Lauren is not involved in this situation so
3: you are a very loyal person. You are a very loyal person and you stand up for people who have supported you, which I think is beautiful. So just saying all that to say, um, I just hope that this um, ends in a positive note for Tiff, for Tiffany, because yeah. I know it's just it, I, this can't be something easy that she's going through. So, I, and and
4: I you know, and I hate that people forgot that she has brought so much, um, shared so much light on mental illness, mental health. Uh, foster care systems she did kids do the darndest things for a couple of years and some of those kids are working behind that mm-hmm. people just so quick to ready to throw a rock because they hear something negative and i and i and i see that so many people won't speak up and i think they're afraid of losing their situations or losing their status because the cancer culture is so out of control and i understand that but you remember lauren I believe in The Wizard of Oz. You know, that's my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I went to get me a heart, a brain, and a courage. I was so gangster with my talk. The nigga said, you know what? I'm retired. You can have my job. <laughs> so now I am The Wizard. So if you need it, come and get it. God damn it. I got the brain, the heart, and the courage. Come and get it. God damn it.
3: Yeah. So I this the, the
4: Wizard of Oz. Speaking of the Wizard of Oz, I want to uh, uh, shed light on the passing of of a comedian friend of mine. This is another comedian. We lost three or four comedians in the last two or three months. Uh, David Arnold, may he rest in peace. 54 years old. Allegedly, they say he had a heart attack. But Picture Health just scratched the surface of superstardom, was on his way to the stratosphere, just released his second special this ain't for the week. And he had the fat ballerina. He was a brilliant writer of smart comic too. really smart with his comedy. Nicest guy, family man, great dad to his wife, to his uh, daughter, two daughters and to his wife. And you know what? All I can say is everybody's so heartbroken because it is an unexpected death. But you know what, Lauren? He died living his dream. He died while living his dream. That is a place that's a beautiful place to be. So many people do jobs that they hate. So many people live in situations they don't want to live in and they end up dying miserably. And at least his family will reap the benefits of what he has uh, accomplished. And he died living his dream. As a comedian, you really never die though. You you die, but you don't die because your jokes and your, your material live on forever. He will live on forever in that aspect. And so many comedians are heartbroken because you don't hear nothing negative about David Arnold. Now when I dad, they're gonna say some horrible shit. But you don't hear nothing negative about David Arnold. It's just yeah. it's just sad. It's so sad.
3: Yeah, I just as a person who like literally just recently lost a parent, like my mom's one year anniversary is coming up in two months. There's just nothing that and, and I don't know what type of relationship he had with his daughters, but if Wonderful. Yeah. So it I can only um not I can't say I can only imagine I know what they're going through to lose a parent um And you know, people will say things like, "Oh, well, you know, his memory will live on forever." And you know, they you, they try to say nice things about it, but there's nothing that you can ever say to replace that parent. Yeah. There's just nothing you can ever do. And a lot of times, you're just gonna have to. The sad part is, you do go through life with just a hole in your heart that's never gonna be filled. So, I just feel my heart goes out to David. Me.
4: Yeah, when I think about David Lauren, and I think about all the positive messages that I've read, and everybody has such kind things to say. I think about that land and Wizard of Oz when the 10 man did get his heart and the, and the, the wizard said a heart is not measured by how you love, but how you are loved by others yep. and people loved him. And I think that is so wonderful. And y'all know Wizard of Oz is my favorite. Movie. I, I, everything in my life, I, I attest to the wizard of Oz. So you don't get issues <laughs> uh, <laughs> including the pink ball gown, the Glenda wall. I think I want to fit. I think I can fit that down. Uh, but it's just sad, and I and I and I hate that he was right at the prime. But it's a it's a reminder that we are all here on alone, and tomorrow is definitely not promised. Tomorrow, the next thirty minutes. Yeah,
3: tomorrow is definitely not promised. So my heart just goes
4: out to his um, family, um, and I hope. Yeah, rest in uh, peace, David. Speaking of death, we also lost. Oh my God! Seventy years on the throne, Lauren.
2: Take that The,
3: link, the controversy more. around Queen Elizabeth's death, Queen Elizabeth II's death, is um, it's quite wild. I have to say, it's quite mean, wild.
4: The, the internet ain't shit. Let me just say.
3: Oh, so the memes! I will say the memes about how Queen Elizabeth and uh, Princess Diana will be greeted when they see each other in the afterlife is highly funny. I will give uh, the internet that it's, it's hilarious, but I'm talking more so about the controversy that's really surrounding her death. Um, You know, people were really mourning her and saying, you know, she was such a beloved queen. Um, But there's been a few people that have come out not feeling that way about her. So.
4: Well, respectfully here at laugh and learn, we're going to say she lived a, 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 a long life, 96 years. That is a blessing. Mm-hmm. The Bible says you guarantee 70 if you live right. So all the other 26 was a blessing. She was the longest reigning monarchy ever in history, she right? She's the
3: 70- reigning monarch. She is. She's been on the throne since she was 26. So she is the longest reigning monarch. Um. Yeah,
4: and- and uh, you know what, Lauren, for better or for worse, she was the queen of England. And they, she was the beloved queen mom. So her country, her statesman, her people seem to have love. I love all the adoration, the flowers and all the tributes and everything that they're doing for her. I will only hope to be so lucky when I doubt that people would do half of that for me. But yeah, and I, and I know they got their negative things to say. Now, I was a little shocked that not only was uh, Megan not allowed to come to her bedside, but neither was Kate. Kate wasn't allowed to come. I don't know if she wasn't allowed, but she wasn't there. The only people that was there was the son and Camilla was now King Charles and supposedly Camilla and somebody else. But they were on their way. But only Harry and William, not their wives. I wonder what that was about.
3: I think that that's like a British rule, though. I could be wrong. This is where we need uh, Michelle. To, take yeah. to an episode to really give us the um the background on everything and we can talk about it at another time with her but um from what i understood and i could be wrong like i said um th- i think it's like a rule or whatever the the pr- proper proceedings are i think that's what it is that's I, I read that but i don't know if that's accurate or not i think the holdout
4: lauren for her not for her living so long was she was not trying to turn that title over to um to, uh, to her son
3: <laughs> well that's what i'm saying too and now that charles has ascended the throne there are 13 um countries that you know acknowledge them as you know their ruler they're talking about you know kind of divest- divesting from them and just becoming their own republic because you know they're considered uh the monarchs of like switzerland and australia and um Jamaica and Barbados, and all of these different um, countries, and they're like, we don't know what we want, Charles. Wow. So, it's that, and then there's also there was also a professor that's at Carnegie Mellon that actually spoke out against the Queen, too. Um, and her tweet read, I heard the chief monarch of a thieving, raping, genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating.
2: Oof.
4: I, I, I don't know how I feel about that after death about people I, when I was younger maybe when I now that I'm older I don't know if I wanted to speak ill of that. I, I don't know
3: well, to- but this is her reasoning though and I'm not gonna say her name because I know that Carnegie Mellon where she works is gotten some they're coming out against her basically but she did make a series of tweets and she said, you know if anyone expects me to express anything but disdain for the monarch, who supervised a government that sponsored the genocide that massacred and displaced half of my family and the consequences of which those alive today are still trying to overcome. You can keep wishing upon a star. See, and that's, I think that's the the interesting thing is that people, this is when I talk about when we tell history, we have to tell it accurately because historically the monarchy and Queen Elizabeth, she was the head of it has very racist past. It does. Sorry, they stole a lot of things from black folks in different areas of the world. They did.
4: So So India say they stole the diamond. So it wasn't just black folks.
3: That's what I'm saying. So there's a lot of mixed feelings about Queen Elizabeth dying. And while, yes, a lot of people say that she was beloved, there are a lot of people that are still living some of that hurt of what happened during her reign to their families. So I also also have to
4: acknowledge that as, even though she was the queen, there's always like a parliament that she still like. It's kind of like our government with the senate and the and the congress. Mm-hmm. So all the decisions could not just come down from her unless she got pissed off. Uh, and they still did, And they still regarded her as a woman. So don't don't think that it's not sexist over there as well because you know they don't always think that women are incompetent can't make final decisions. And respectfully, after she died, is not y'all want to come out with all this now? If y'all was doing it back then, maybe so. Maybe they and they probably were. We just want to acknowledge the passing of a, a, a queen, uh, a grand lady, baby. Fourteen pres. She she went through fourteen United States presidents. I can I can't remember how many. Um, because she just appointed somebody over there to be the prime minister.
3: Yeah, I think it was fourteen presidents, and I think the number was twenty seven prime ministers. Was it twenty seven? I think so. It was. Well, May be prime minister. <laughs> she-
4: huh? How long do you? How long is that term in office?
3: I don't know. I live in the, uh, in America. I don't know. It would have
4: to be there. short because twenty seven. Because I was just four years apiece for presidents. Oh, eight if you win. Maybe it was. Maybe it was four I years. would ask how many times it is, but he only won one, so he don't know.
3: I don't know. Well, because I know that the last photos that they have of the Queen alive was three days ago when she was talking to the newest prime minister. That was the last photo. Girl,
4: the but the... did you see that picture? Girl, yeah. she looked she looked ghostly on that picture.
3: Yeah, she did. I mean, she was 96, and don't get me wrong. People live way past 96, but that's a long life to live and dealing with a lot of stress in that. that Yeah,
4: Let me get to 96, and when I get to heaven, I'm going to have a bone to pick with God. I'm like, dude, you could have gave me these next four. Let me just go ahead and make this whole hundred. I don't even know why you did that, but not if I'm going to be all incapacitated. I don't want to live incapacitated.
3: She died in her sleep. She died very comfortably. If you're going to go, that's, I think that's the best way to go. From what the reports read, she wasn't in pain. She wasn't in any discomfort. She died in her sleep. So,
4: Yeah. I wonder am i going to be there. Like, oh, no. somebody going to slap the shit out of me because you know I talk to my smack, honey. Come on, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is sad. And I, and I love the outpouring. Girl, let me tell you something, Lauren. If we thought Aretha had a funeral, ooh, what kind of funeral is the queen going to have?
3: Well, they said, I've been trying to watch the news reports and keep up on it, but there's supposed to be like 10 days of mourning that they're going to have in the UK. And uh, even her, um, the people that carry her casket, there's supposed to be 10 of them. They got to go to rehearsal. They got to practice. They said that the prep and execution for this funeral has to be rehearsed. It's meticulous. It's all the things. So they're pulling out all the stops for her. So she's about to have quite the event for her funeral. And I did see today in King Charles' speech, his first speech addressing, you know, the nation and the world. Um, he even brought up uh Prince Harry and Meghan.
4: He did, I saw that. Yeah,
3: and he still said that basically, like, you know, we still love them overseas. And I said, oh, that's nice. And he still
4: had, he still had his old bra bad side. Now, was Camilla older than the Queen?
3: <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring this shit up. <laughs> Again, I'm pretty sure she's not. Pretty sure she's not. Um <laughs> But yeah, she um, they they look they looked a little a little similar. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. She waited a long time before she relinquished that title to him. Did she? She was like, I didn't make sure you. I know.
3: didn't think. Char- I thought, in all honesty, and I don't mean this any anyway when I say, it, I thought Charles was gonna die before the Queen. I really did. At the rate that she was going, I didn't think she was gonna die. I thought Charles was gonna die before her because Charles is like what seventy four.
4: Baby, she's like, you will not be the king until you good and old
3: like Charles is pushing 80
4: well, look ain't that the ages of our presidents 80 shit
3: yeah that's very true um Joe is definitely uh what is he 78 79 girl yeah wild wild, so wild. It's, it's,
4: it's sad and i I not seen all the, names. the internet is so crazy but i I pray I pray for her soul. I pray for her country. Cause things will change, you know. When when power changes, a lot of other things change. And power has just changed. They got a king, and from what it looks like, they ain't gonna have another queen for a long time.
3: Um, no, Camille is the queen now. Which queen?
4: Camille, Camille would not. Camille, Camille could never be the queen. That's not how the hierarchy works. Girl, no, Camille, she
3: has the title of a queen because of, of a queen, the queen, but she
4: will be the queen of England. They won't have a queen of England for quite some time. Let me. Let me oh, say. you mean
3: like she won't be the monarch, the ruler?
4: Yes, because the next yeah. line goes to William and then yeah. after William goes through his kids. So Harry, way down the line, too.
3: Well, Harry is sixth in line. No. One, two, three, four. Harry's fifth in line. Sorry. Because it's William, William's three kids, and then Harry. So Harry's fifth in line.
4: Yeah. And Harry and them got, they got a son and a daughter, right?
3: Yeah. So it's, so Harry's fifth and then, and then Archie is sixth and then the daughter is seventh
4: yeah but william's kids get first dibs over yeah. him. so if something happened to william one of his daughters could actually be the queen of england
3: yes that is true that is very true that but you might- know what's also interesting too about the time though is that the queen passed oh like basically a week after princess diana's 25th anniversary of her death I, you know, I like look at stuff like that because I just think it's always interesting. So Ooh, she that, died sounds very, that sounds
4: very conspiracy theorist, uh, Lauren Hogan.
3: Very, it's just a very interesting. I always, you know, I think everything happens for a reason, but I, I look at stuff like that and I just find it interesting because Princess Diana's 25th anniversary of her death was on August 31st. And the queen died two days ago now on September 7th. Yeah. So it's very interesting.
4: Diana took her time, didn't she?
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, any social media post about them meeting on in, in the afterlife, it's... She wasn't like, she wasn't like
4: Whitney, because as soon as
3: Whitney got there, she started her mess.
4: Yes, she did. <laughs> we ain't going to say that publicly, because I'm trying to get that job. I mean, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. girl, and, and in this country, you know... Um, Hats off to my twirler. My sister, the legend, has finally retired, Serena Williams.
3: Oh, I watched Serena's performance. She did not
4: but she still was great. And Lauren, I love the love that they would get. Baby, every time she hit the ball, they just loved her. I loved how they loved on her.
3: I The thing is, because I watched Serena play every day, her performance was just so inspiring because just to think of the fact that she is 40 years old, and it's still playing like she's playing. One is impressive because, shoot, I know now even I'm 27 now. And when I had to come out of retirement to dance, it's nothing like when your body betrays you when you're like an athlete and it doesn't do what she, what, it, what you what it used to do. So for her to be 41, has had a baby, has put her body through all that she's done. And she got to the third round and fought the way that she did. It was in it was so inspiring to get
4: the 20 something.
3: Thank you. It was so inspiring to watch at the end of the day. And it was just like towards the end, her body just wasn't helping her. It really That's because
4: her body carrying all them extras, that big old ass and all them titties. Baby, Miss Serena is stacked from the top and the bottom.
3: (laughs) But that's the muscle, though. If we're going to talk about it, that's muscle that she's got that she's built like that. And I just it's it's different. She's built different to say the least. That's why she has the title of being the GOAT and why she's the greatest of all time of that sport.
4: Uh, and I'm, and so. we talked about, it. she is definitely the reason when I said on hell of a week with Charlamagne, she's the reason I watch tennis. I don't watch tennis for anybody else. I watch t- mm-hmm. tennis because of Serena.
3: Yep. That is definitely the case. So, um, and I'm curious to see if this is really her last hoorah. You know what I mean? Cause I heard her comments afterwards and she was like, Oh, I wish I would have started early. And she was like, my body would have been there. So I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if she turned around and came back and was like, I'm back. This is really, really my last one. But uh, her, she's just so inspiring to watch at the end of the day. She just, uh, she truly
4: is. Oh, it so. was so adorable. The Hunter daughter had on the matching outfits. That was so cute to me. I was like, come on, mother, come on, mother. Mm-hmm. That's something Miss Marsha would have had y'all in matching outfits.
3: Actually, no, my mom didn't like stuff like that. That's so funny you said. that. No. She, she didn't like us to match, no. She was all jazzy like when that.
4: I met her at AHF. She was all jazzy when she I came to the show all yeah. dressed
3: up. But I asked her that, though. So I was like, we never had matching outfits. She was like, I'm your mother. Why would I do that? We're not best friends. That would be her response.
4: Since Marsha was a cold piece, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was her response. So, But I do want to... Uh, we have to congratulate um, Francis Tifo. I think I'm saying his name right, because he actually just became the first black man in tennis to reach a U.S. Open semifinal since Arthur Ashe in
4: 1970. Arthur Ashe.
3: Ooh, so Arthur he just made history, too. So, and that's like at the Arthur Ashe
4: uh, uh, set, right? When, aren't they, they playing on the outside. Serena
3: was playing at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, I don't know where Francis uh, was playing. I don't know if he was actually at the Arthur Ashe Stadium, too, but he just made history. Um, and he's only 24 years old and he became the first black man to reach the US Open finals uh Oh be, back,
4: be back in seven. tennis we about to get up in hockey ooh then we going to get up in uh racquetball y'all going to be in trouble but,
3: but if you think about it though black people have done everything people tried to deny it but we have literally been the trailblazers in everything you could ever think of and including country music which they try to act like white people invented y'all didn't We've always been the innovators. Every time don't
4: talk I, about, about Black folks can't sing country music, I said, listen to Darius Rucker, but go back before that and listen to Lionel Richie. Because they told Lionel Richie he couldn't sing oh, country wrestling. He wrote a whole album, country wrestling music. Stay Alone was the first one, won a Grammy. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's crazy. We are Black people are always the innovators. And so I just love um, when we continue to excel despite everything else. So. Um, yes, we have given uh, Serena her flowers. I hope that she does come back because I feel like she it, she's not done. I feel that in my spirit.
4: Oh, let, me give, was, let me give gossip awesome. Messy before we get off. Um
3: so close out with a little bit of Messy. I like that. Give me some tea.
4: Apparently, 50 Cent has went real low going after Lil' Kim. And I know you love Lil' Kim and her daughter. Going after Lil' Kim's daughter. And uh, Miss Lil' Kim then came back at him. And, and you know, it's just, it speaks volumes that a man would go after a woman's kid. Um, It is, that's all I need to say about that.
3: (laughs) Wait, say that again?
4: It speaks volumes when a man would go after a woman's kid. That's not his.
3: Listen, you ain't never lied is all I'm going to say. And I think that it's whack that 50% went after a little kid's child.
4: Eight-year-old daughter.
3: And talking about her appearance, like how are you tearing down the appearance of a child, and you as old as you are, and her daughter is the sweetest little thing ever. It's 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 terrible. Like there's just no couth. And the thing is, I don't understand what gratification that gives you as a grown ass man. That's the part that I don't understand. You are a grown ass man attacking an eight year old girl about her appearance.
4: Again, it speaks
3: volumes. Your <laughs> are on another level. Your level of insecurity is out of this world.
4: It is definitely
3: that definitely, that. That.
4: definitely showing, good
3: God. Whew, and I appreciate Kim coming out and defending her baby, but then uh, her dude got mad for a second at 50 Cent, but then directed his anger back at Kim, because according to him, the Plan B remix is about him, what uh, Kim said on the track. So, ciao. Mm, let me man.
4: let me just say this for the record: a weak nigga is a weak nigga. I'm gonna say what I got to say. I don't care what color you are, honey. If you weak, you are weak. I don't. I, women are not attracted to weak men, and y'all think it's about lifting weights and being strong, baby. You need to be strong in your heart. Yeah, a lot of these niggas ain't strong in their heart. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna turn on my own baby mama. and I, you know me in that one. For for somebody else, yeah. that's, oh shit, it's ridiculous. It's
3: like it's not even the baby mama. Like he was talking shit about your daughter. Really? And at the end of the day, your baby mama is the reason why you have that child. So you going to disrespect her publicly?
4: Mm. I'm telling you, Lauren, these men. Let me tell you, the only people. I sit on the Breakfast Club, honey. They always holler, they, they These bitches ain't loyal. No, these niggas is weak. Let me just say that's why these bitches ain't loyal, because these niggas is weak. Let me just say the shit out loud. Like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only people that's right or die is the Trumplicans. Everybody else is some bullshit. The kids are the only people that's right not even the GOP, just Trumplicans. because <laughs> <laughs> them niggas see the lie happening in their face and will tell you he didn't do that.
3: That's not, that. That's, that, that's not what
4: happened. No, he didn't. Which else? baby, that's part of that or die of the Trumplicans.
3: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, here laugh and learn. We have a saying. That we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're simply trying to get you to use your mind. Why flame?
4: Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Ooh, and some of y'all is y'all damn time and y'all man. Ooh, my god, it's terrible. But well, we love you here at Laugh Along. We want you to listen to us on iHeart under the Black Effect Network or Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can follow Mike Partner Lauren Hogan at Lauren Armani H on Instagram, uh, Lauren Hogan on Facebook, and Lauren Hogan on YouTube. And where am I at? Right now, I'm in the cloud.
0: You are
3: Monroe Monroe Flame on Instagram. Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook. Flame Monroe one two five on TikTok, and just Flame Monroe on YouTube. And as we always say, don't follow Flame's Twitter. It's full of porn. Oh, I forget I was on. Unless you're into that, I don't know.
4: Well, and if you better be into something, because it's all kind of strange porn on my (laughs) time. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you to our producer, Aaron. We appreciate you, Aaron. We miss you, Kendall. We'll see you next week. Lauren got to get better.
3: Uh, I'm hoping I test negative by tomorrow. Everybody keep your fingers crossed. We're going to find out when I take this damn test in the morning.
4: You're going to so. be fine. I guess I'm going to go back to Lysol. When you get here, I'm going to spray the hell out of you. Okay, y'all. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you guys for joining us, Flame Mets. We appreciate you. Thank you, uh, I Heart World. uh We will catch you guys on next week. Have a... Splendid weekend. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you guys. This is Flame Row.
0: Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. From BBC Radio 4.
2: waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia
0: or b cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were
3: driving into hope